Nadine. And I'm Chrissy. And you're listening to Side Hugs, your unofficial Duggar Snark podcast to help you help us feel better about talking shit about a weird ass family. This episode, we are discussing the Counting On Season 9 finale, Bachelor No More, about John David and Abby's wedding. We will also get into the gal pal rumors that Janet and Laura DeMacy have been valiantly fending off in the Instagram comments for years. Janet's complete unraveling when faced with the Sisyphusian task of decorating an airplane hangar for the wedding. And the sick and twisted straight up fornication that happened on the wedding altar in lieu of the first kiss. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're not doing our job here if we don't get into the kiss heavily. So that will happen. The most uncomfortable moments oh, of yeah. the show oh yeah by far. since we have so much to cover this is going to be a two-parter but before we begin at all let's get into the Duggar current events honestly not much is going on but I I don't know I do have to just like bring it up for discussion the rumors about Ginger and Jeremy hiring a nanny yes okay I did see this yeah I'm like on the fence as to whether this is true or not okay So I, maybe I'm naive, but I don't know. I just thought it might be. And then, okay, you said that you heard whenever, whenever an article says an insider said, then that, that typically or often means that it's like the PR person. And that's what the article says. Okay. Okay. I, in that case, I think that my chief, like. Yeah. suspicion here is coming from the fact that the I feel like the only source we've been able to find this is in is in the sun which is like I know a famously disreputable tabloid sure but also you know what now that I'm thinking about it I remember a couple years ago when they had first moved to LA um remember they mm-hmm. were suddenly releasing like paparazzi pics of like mm-hmm. them at church and it was yes. so fucking weird but the only place that those pat pics came out was in the sun I do remember okay. this so I, maybe they, they have, like, a shitty PR person who only collaborates with The Sun. <laughs> I know, because, like, on the one hand, yeah, The Sun, take it how you will. But um, yeah. on the other hand, sometimes I feel like certain rumors about cele- celebrities in general, when they come out, they eventually turn out to be true, or at least in some part yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. If they have a nanny, I mean, this is the Duggar fur. Well, I mean, the Duggars, the, like, Jim, Bob, and Michelle, like, they've had help at the house. Yeah, all the time. But they've never – I feel like this is the first time they will not be able to pass it off as like, oh, family is just over yes. there. This is like the first time it's evident because they're all the way in California. They're mm-hmm. not close to their family. It will clearly be evident that yeah. somebody else is fucking living in their house full time or like right. part time or whatever. So maybe this is just the first time they have to own up to it. <laughs> I don't know. It's sad, you know, because I don't know. Like I don't want to leg hum. But uh, God, she must be so overwhelmed then. Just to, to resort to this, seeing as how none of the other Duggar daughters have, at least that we know of. Um, I don't think that there's anything difficult about having children. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> no, yeah, obviously, I don't fucking know. Probably, like, it's probably, yeah, you're right that it must be a lot for them to, first of all, bring someone in and then have to announce that they're bringing someone yeah. in. Like, I don't know like what Jeremy's work schedule is. I mean, if he's home a lot, then he's just not picking up the slack, I would assume. No, I don't I That's don't imagine so that he's shitty. doing any yeah. housework. Like 
it's I'd never like begrudge a mother for having help even if she yeah. doesn't work like people need help yeah all the time for different reasons for this particular issue whether it's true or not like i don't i don't have criticisms for ginger i just have them for jeremy because yeah kids are hard but like as a mom of two myself like okay if i didn't have my husband's help yeah i would need an actual nanny but luckily i do have his help so i can only assume that jeremy's not fucking helping at all Honestly, probably he's coming out her with, like, it's a very stressful time in seminary. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I yeah. wonder if he sells, like, finals and shit. Like, oh, I don't even know what seminary is. I honestly, I think it might be the distance from the family that these, like, g- women are finding so crushing. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember, like, Jill, there was a time a couple years ago where she looked particularly, like, absolutely fed the fuck up. And, like, yeah. like she was, like, at her limit. And I For think them. that was around the time of the rift where maybe she had less family help and she was having uh, – Derek was still in school, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think it's, like, really hard when you're probably isolated from family for geographic isolated, reasons. exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And naturally, like, in this, like, fundy world, they don't really foster close relationships with, like, people your own age or other mothers who are not – Yeah your family that's a good point yeah so i i guess i'm just like waiting for more details to kind of like prove this to come out oh yeah i i mean i wonder if she's going to start showing up in like instagram photos probably (laughs) not no way we never um probably want to keep her as invisible as possible i I think that it will be (laughs) i think that um ginger will like hire someone elderly like wizened like not at all <laughs> okay um, sexually attractive yeah. nothing could possibly tempt her husband's wandering eye she can't be okay. like a seductress and even if she even if yeah. she's just like a run-of-the-mill like fertile young woman that's yeah nobody of childbearing age no exactly <laughs> yeah. not not remotely in child, yeah. like within childbearing age jeremy has talked openly not okay i feel like in instagram lives and weird like preaching things that he's done that i've unfortunately have subjected myself to mm-hmm. he's talked a lot about how he does have like a wandering eye and he doesn't have instagram on his phone because it's too much of a temptation Wait, and every time jeremy said this yeah like after yeah. like being married he said this yeah no okay i'm not positive but do you remember how he used to post like clips of himself preaching on youtube and instagram yeah yeah. or like do like stupid q a's on like facebook live that Mm -hmm. i unfortunately was probably one of the watchers for (laughs) i like many of them and at one point it was like a disgusting that he he's gone on record to say that he doesn't have instagram on his phone every time he wants to make a post on instagram he texts the photo or he airdrops the photo to ginger and he makes her post it so here's the other weird thing basically whenever his Instagram account is saying like, oh my God, I love my sweet wife, Ginger. It's Ginger typing that oh out. My oh my gosh. God, I love my sweet wife, Ginger. <laughs> like how fucked up is that? That is wild. Ooh. On the one hand, it's like, grow the fuck up and just like, you have to be like a normal human being and learn how to control yourself and your wife is yeah. not responsible for mediating what goes in and out of your like, right. like content that you're confronted with you know yeah like stay saving off your temptation you right you should be an adult and have enough self-control to be able to 
handle it rather than to have to go through multiple channels like that no this is that's so- probably why she's so fucking tired is she has like a second full-time job yeah. of managing his social media Holy feed shit. and like making sure that nothing provocative comes onto his feed right. or like- <laughs> oh my god yeah so i'm sure that they'll find some kindly um grandmother so- to lovingly nurture their two children while yeah. ginger catches up on sleep and oh god Oh, geez. All right. Those are our current events. Yeah. But before we get into the episode, I just thought um, we should give a trigger warning because this episode of Counting On does check back with Josiah and Lauren following their miscarriage. So we do discuss that. So I just thought I should announce that at the top of the episode. Um, Yeah. So do we want to get into it? Boy, do I. Um <laughs> JD and Abby, what a couple. Yeah. <laughs> okay, first of all, what were your thoughts on like JD before he started courting Abby? Um thoughts on him, like his personality or or the chances that he would be courting at some point. Like Sure, what? just kind of like there um, wasn't much to go on. Like, no, let, no, like let's, let's get that out. Yeah. What comes out to me? Like the words to describe him would be like background character. Um, just <laughs> he's just like so laid back and so reserved. Didn't really yeah. give much away about that. Himself. Was weird how it was like a personality trait that he didn't say much and he didn't give away much. Yeah. It's like okay, and I do remember two three years ago there was a general impression of him that was so much more positive than it is now, just like generally around the internet because we knew little to nothing about him. (laughs) So he hadn't yet like sullied himself or like put his foot in his mouth. Like he has several times since he's been featured more. So yeah, I mean my, like that was, I would say same, like we didn't know much about him. I think it was very easy for people to like project a lot onto him and think like, Oh, he was like the good Duggar. He was probably mm-hmm. a good guy. We started seeing more of him. And now I think it's clear that he's just like a pretty standard Duggar man. Yeah. Nothing special about him. No, nothing, nothing particularly it. redeeming. Yeah. It's yeah. not like he doesn't hold all the same like mm-hmm. views on gender stereotypes. Oh, and for like, sure. Women working inside the home or outside uh-huh. the home, you know, that everyone else has been inculcated with. But yeah. It was surprising to see, as pe- like multiple people mentioned in this episode, how he has, like, Abby's made him completely, like, come alive. Like, he yeah. is, like, a mushy, gushy, romantic, uh-huh. like, soft, emotional white. He's a yeah. wife guy now, you know? Yeah, even before like- he was married, he was a wife guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, he, he even says it himself on his wedding day. He talks about changing because of her in that way. It was definitely surprising Definitely none of the other boys, like, had a dramatic as of change as he did when they met their wives. Yeah, I mean, who would have thought that John David's wedding episode would be a double episode of Counting On, like, Once Upon a Time? Yeah. Yeah. So, first scene. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, John David and Abby are making unity candles um, from scratch for the wedding, and they're making candles for their moms, and they're talking about how they met. And they explain that they met at a church, but they've known each other for a while. And John David just started texting her, and it like went from there. So they say, yeah. yeah. So they've what been do you claiming. Um, I think that's like not true. I, I okay. like nothing about that story rings true to me, or like 
factual or accurate and there's also like people on the internet have said that like their two families have known each other for years and years and years the brunettes are a very active family in ati they go to that big sandy Mm -hmm. conference every single year i think there's no way like first of all that they weren't they were certainly were aware of each other and second of all like their families like likely met i think i i saw a comment somewhere one person claimed that when the Duggars were visiting this church in Oklahoma where they claimed to have met, that the Duggars actually stayed with the Burnett family. And the, who the fuck knows if that's true, Good. but okay. it might be. And it, so I feel like all Duggar marriages, it might be much more predetermined and like family arranged than. Yeah, like not like a f- strictly arranged in the sense that you would think, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, just. Just there being more family involvement than we've mm, been and like encouraged, encouraged together. Yeah. I mean, like he does say, you know, they've known each other a while, but so what you're saying is you think, and I agree that he's, he's just downplaying it. Like this is not arrangement, but a pairing that could have, you know, been whisperings about a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I think the Burnett okay. family went to the Duggars and was like, oh, you have a mm-hmm. unmarried son in their late 20s. Yeah. We have an unmarried daughter in her late 20s. Yeah. Like, Why don't you come visit our church okay. and we'll see what happens. Okay, you yeah, know? I could see that. Yeah, absolutely. I can okay. see that. And also, I mean, I don't know anybody who would not be aware of it, but Abby's 27 in this episode and I, I laugh, but yeah. – that in Fundy World is considered positively spinsterly. Mm-hmm. Like multiple times she talks about thinking she was never gonna get married. She's twenty-seven. Like, are you serious? She's okay, I know. She's twenty-seven know. years old. I hate it. Twenty-seven thinking you're never gonna get married. I know. Like on the one hand, I can't imagine it. Like I can't fathom like reaching my twenty-seventh birthday and being like, Well, that's it for me. That's it. There's no way. But I, on the other hand, like if I think about if every single peer that I knew, every girl that I knew right. around my age had gotten married six to seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because years ago, she does talk about being in and helping with so many weddings. So right. you see all these people married off, so to speak, and you're not. And then you hit your, I guess, late 20s. And then you're like, okay, guess it's not happening to me. And your parents are trying to, like, mm-hmm. desperately, whatever, right? Just right. Don't know, but we can probably assume happened. Yeah. Um, it's enough to make you crazy. It really mm-hmm. is enough to make you say delusional things like, I'm 27 and I thought I'd never get married. Yeah. Like, yeah. It really is just, it's like uh, this, like, community-wide psyop that everyone is, like, trying to gaslight you into thinking mm-hmm. that you're already, like, used up by the time oh, you're yeah. 27. Oh, Yeah. And no, anyways, like, she's young, she is, and okay, in that time that she wasn't fucking being married and fucking and <laughs> producing babies, yeah. she managed to build her a whole ass career for herself. Yeah. Like, look what could she happen. She's a nursing school, like, there. I know. Ugh, I know. All the things that you can do when you don't get married at 19. I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was a full-time nurse. Mm-hmm. A real nurse, not like a... right. A Jill um, midwife. This just made me think of something the Duggars did recently. You mentioned, you know, getting married at 19 stuff. And somebody uh, recently on Instagram, like on the official Duggar family account, like called them out for marrying off 19-year-old brides. And <laughs> the Duggars actually responded and said, so far, our children have gotten married between the ages of 19 and 28. 
like, yeah, the only reason it's between 19 and 28 is because of John David. So otherwise, you have child grooms and brides. So, Oh, my God. That's so true. If it mm-hmm. weren't for JD, yeah. it'd be 19 and 23. Right. Holy shit. Uh, uh-huh. That I, really was the oldest. I'm trying to think, and there wasn't anybody who got married older than 23. And 23 was ginger. Damn. More accurately, it's like get married between the ages of 19 and 23 with an outlier that's Sean David. Exactly. Or- <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for this wedding, they all have to hightail over to Oklahoma since that is where Abby is from. Uh, they go beforehand to decorate the church that they're getting married in and later the airplane hangar <laughs> where they are having the reception. The producers, like, in the interviews, ask John and Abby if they had ever considered eloping, to which they say no, which, like, obviously it would be very dugger to elope. Um, And then they ask all the other married couples, and shocking, like, the answer is not different. I don't think I could see, um, no, I would never, I would never see any duggers um, eloping, ever. And I don't even know what the point of the question was for the, from the producers, I think that a couple that might have gotten close is Joy and Austin. I think that I can see eloping happening for a Duggar in only this situation. This didn't happen, but if it did, if, like, one of the couples had fucked before marriage and somehow gotten caught, they would have been forced to marry the next day no matter what. (laughs) Like, they would have been taken to the courthouse and forced to marry before a judge within 24 hours of their copulation or else and because that it's like not technically a sin but um i think and the only people you could see having yeah <laughs> is joy and austin exactly okay um all right but it didn't seem like any of the other couples were in danger of um of, of that happening with with no, any of the other couples never. um no but i think that's a pretty realistic a situation in which a lobin would definitely happen like don't you see that like there's yeah yeah that's literally the only the only way if there was any premarital tomfoolery yeah like we have to get you married right now or exactly. like, oh, god's gonna notice and you're not gonna get into heaven so you better do it yeah <laughs> right, right and i don't think they would in that yeah. case like wait for a big wedding i think they'd be so like mortified and ashamed mm-hmm. that they'd be like okay we gotta get married yeah. tomorrow agreed but all right so uh Jana and Laura and some of the older Duggar kids are at the airplane hangar and they're transforming this whole place with all these elaborate decorations. The Duggars talk about redneck engineering, which I guess is just their way of doing things like super dangerously, like uh, OSHA violation on OSHA violation. <laughs> yes, yes. Over oh, sure. Like it was so perilous. So, yeah, one of them wants to use, like, a, hu- a huge a huge folding ladder on, like, a big riser that goes all the way to the ceiling. And Jana goes back and forth with telling him, like, don't do it, do it, don't do it. And I'm, like, 99% sure that TLC was just, like, don't do it. Oh, my God, that's so true. I think that the only yeah. part of her that was, yeah. like, don't do it was her, her recognition of, like, fuck, this is going to be on camera of me, like, telling my brother right. to endanger life yes. for the sake of this banner mm-hmm. that i desperately need to hang from the center of this hanger yes i will say i think that oh, like yeah. the hanger seems i don't know if this is like a abnormal wedding venue like i don't know if people ever get married in wedding hangers is that a thing i don't know okay so the only thing that i could think of that's close to that would be some sort of warehouse that but like it would have to be completely you know stripped on the inside because where are the bathrooms 
They have porta potties. I think we did have to get porta potties. Like there were some in the background yeah. in some shots of the wedding. Yeah. But, um, on the one hand, I do applaud them for getting an actual venue that's not yeah. the church, you know, like it's a wedding. Come on, like get a venue. Yeah. But on the other hand, I think it's like a particularly bad choice for a venue because it's 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 designed to be like humongous and completely bare and just this like wide open space yeah it would take so much to to decorate it like they even say at one point they start to decorate and their decorations are just getting swallowed up by it because there's so much space to to put things on it's like they hang up one picture and it's like okay where the Mm -hmm. fuck did it go yeah yeah it really is just dwarfed by the size of the thing i mean ultimately they do manage to do something but also like the thing is the airplane hangar like it fully opens up on one side. So they're getting all of the wind. Mm-hmm. They're getting all of the like, yes. I don't know, elements coming in from the outside. Yeah. Like it, It's it, like cold. Yeah, it's cold. And it seemed to like funnel wind directly inside in a way. Okay. A- apparently it's a thing. Um, according to Google Images, there are lots of weddings and airplane hangers. Um, and But a lot of the decorations are like identical to what Jana does. So... Really? Yes. Like with so for those who like haven't watched the episode or haven't watched it in a while, what Jana does is she creates like a focal point in the middle of the ceiling. I don't know why I'm like doing it with my hands. Nobody can see me. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> podcasts are a visual medium, as we all know. <laughs> I know. So she's doing it. Okay, so she does like a um like a focal point in the middle of the ceiling. And then from there she drapes um what's supposed to look like large pieces of fabric, but they're um plastic tablecloths. Mm-hmm. So they're like draped <laughs> from there to corners of the ceiling and everything. And and from what I'm seeing, that's what a lot of people do when they do the air, airplane hangers. So this is interesting because we don't see a lot of Jana in Counting On because obviously she's not been in a courtship that has mm-hmm. been public and she's not married. She's like living at home with all these younger kids. We don't get to see a yeah. lot of Jana and we rarely get to see anyone any of the girls or boys in like an actually stressful situation and now we have one (laughs) and talk about not being able to keep sweet yes you see see so many parts of her personality come out which aren't always like a cute look for her to be honest um you can also just see the conflict of her trying so desperately to like smile yes. and be kind and nice uh-huh. while at the same time being like fuck I need to get this done now like yes. the inner war is visible you know on her face there's one yes. there's this one point where she shoves past Jeremiah to get somewhere else quicker and it, like the camera lingers <laughs> on it and nobody comments on it because everyone's like fuck but um girl oh, is God, stressed yes. girl is like girl is stressed for sure yeah I- there's one point um, where they're they're decorating the church and there's like there's a big wooden arch type thing that they're trying to set up at the altar and um, everybody is explaining that something was attached wrong and Jana is just increasingly more frustrated and everyone explains why she's wrong. She finally just All like sort boys. of backpedals and says like, wait, but let me, yes. talk, let me ask you, oh, okay, yes. Let me ask you this, Chrissy. Who is the one person who's finally able to get through to Jana and get her to listen and realize that she's wrong? The one person. Who is it? Is it Laura? It's Laura. It is Laura. Yeah. Yeah. Laura is the only one who's able to get her attention and 
help her to realize that, okay, Jana, it's going fine. The only person out of all those voices that she listens to. Yes, because and right after that, in like a talking head, Janet and Laura, like a couple, I don't think they're a couple. I'm not saying they're a couple. We'll talk about that later. Whatever. Okay. But like like the couple, like the couple that TLC is presenting them as. They talk about being able to forgive each other and move on. And I mean, that's also what friends do. But just this is another another way for the producers to present them as a couple, for sure. They compliment each other very yeah. well. Is what is what I think is indisputable in this. I don't think that okay. regardless on which side of the aisle you stand, the yes. common ground is they do seem to compliment each other well. And Laura yeah. is able to rein it in, so to speak, as she so eloquently expresses. Yeah, this is true. I mean, I don't know because I was just thinking like, Jana had all of these older Duggar girls at home and now she doesn't. And it's just like enabled her to get close to her outside friend, Laura as a friend. And tune in to episode two to, to hear the other side of that story. If you want to hear what I think about yes, that. We'll get into that. Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> okay. 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 Let's go back to the episode. Okay. Right. So we take a break from the wedding stuff and we go to lauren and josiah they're practicing a song that they plan to perform at the wedding you know they sing it and i don't know they're fine church singers but i'm just like i made a note and said like is it a funny requirement to be able to sing well (laughs) i thought it was um i thought it was interesting the story of how they present how they ended up singing at john david and abby's wedding which like they get totally suckered into it (laughs) right right they get totally somehow miraculous you know like as the twist of fate would have it they they just happen to find themselves on stage like um (laughs) no what it seems like is like okay abby explains that there's this song not i don't know what song it is but that three of her four siblings have had sung at their wedding by friends so she wants to continue that tradition and then it sounds like somebody volunteered yeah. That, you know, her and Josiah would be able to, you know, fulfill that uh-huh. duty and cross it off the list. Yeah. And I feel like when somebody volunteers their services in that way, you can't really say no. Right. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. I just can't imagine, like, the only response to that is, like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Especially for people who are meant to keep sweet right right i mean i'm sure like abby and jd were like they they clearly stated they wanted it done they wanted to have this at their wedding it's it is just so random to me that like it'd be josiah and lauren i know i know um they talk about their miscarriage at this time this is i think this is the season where lauren um they're filming and Lauren had a miscarriage. Um, she wasn't very far along. I think, do they even, do they ever say like four to six weeks super early? It's, I think, I think I remember hearing around six weeks. Okay. I don't know. A lot of fans dog her out because they think she makes a big deal out of it and that she shouldn't. I, I mean, I, I definitely feel for her because this is a world where her 
purpose. She's raised to have children, to be a mother. And the first time she gets the chance to do that, like she just has a miscarriage through no fault of her own, just her body. And she feels like a failure because of this world. Yeah. And okay. Another, like another factor in this is she was 20 when she got married. Right. We'll go with that. Okay. 20, probably around there. Um, and she was like incredibly sheltered her entire life by her Mm -hmm. parents to make sure that like she had no exposure to anything worldly or like, they just like, as parents do to funny girls, like hold their hand through life and make sure that Mm -hmm. their, their only experience is like a domestic one. They're like inside the home under the constant supervision of the parents. Right. The point is, I don't think she'd ever had to deal with like a serious, challenging life issue on her own before until this Mm -hmm. happened at the age of 20. You know, other people like, you know, who are not funny, 18, usually like they go off to college, maybe they have a Mm -hmm. job, they just have more experience with navigating the world and navigating like real life situations, like even if it's less severe. Right. And it makes it easier. And not that the situation would ever be easy for anybody, but it makes it easier to cope with something like this. Because you know how to cope with like a disappointment, Mm -hmm. a loss, a negative, like, you know, in a way that's not like your parents are there breathing down your neck, holding your hand, telling you to keep sweet or whatever. You're just like, yeah, I Mm -hmm. think that like, this is one of the actual, like clear consequences of having an yeah. upbringing that 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 is that like yes. micromanaged That's and good. you're right that like she seemed really excited to have a child mm-hmm. like they've only been married at this point for four months yeah. from Josiah at the yeah. end of the wedding and already she's crying about like this isn't the phase of life I wanted to be in like I already wanted to have a baby and mm-hmm. it's like you just got married but right it is like, but that's yeah, like that. But that's her. That's her purpose. I mean, as far as she's concerned, as far as her family's concerned, as far as their whole circles are concerned, like that's her purpose. And yeah, she needs she to get married. To, yeah, and, and she wants to start doing what she's quote unquote supposed to do. When I heard that, it w- it just like made it very clear to me that like this girl like mm-hmm. is so young, and she and for her, yeah, I think she thought that like marriage and uh, like babies like went hand in hand because that's what she'd always right. been conditioned to believe mm-hmm. like i don't it's weird to think i don't think a lot of fundies expect to be married to their spouse for a, an extended period of time without children i mean obviously right. but like i can't imagine having less than nine months alone with your spouse i know because for the rest of your life afterward you're always going to have other people and like you're going to have exactly. children other people and for the their entirety of their life up to that point they've always been supervised so you, they really only have like Joe and Kendra only had this 9 month period where it was only them too true yeah in the home and you know we've said Lauren's young at this point she hasn't mm-hmm. been married long she doesn't have life experience and then she goes through this loss that is a terrible a terrible loss i i can say that when I I have two kids and the first time I ever got pregnant, uh, f- four weeks, I was four weeks along and I had an early miscarriage just like this. And it's hard, but I am somebody who was able to cope with it. And she not only, like you said, doesn't have any like real experience with, you know, just disappointments like this, I guess you could say. And she also doesn't have access or encouragement for any kind of therapy. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. She was clearly, like, experiencing distress afterward and like possibly like she mentioned in a, in a later episode that when people talked about depression before she yeah. lost her kid she was like mm-hmm. that's just like fake whatever and she like rolled her eyes and was super dismissive yeah but afterward like i think it's fair to say like lauren was depressed after the miscarriage yes. it's not like diagnosing anyone i think sure. she talked openly about how she wept like constantly mm-hmm. was very emotional was very like experienced like a very serious grief after this period yep. and it took a while for things to go back to normal mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, I guess, also, like, she's confronting that this thing that she thought that was fake, mm-hmm. which was mental illness and depression. Right. She's realizing, like, oh, fuck, people aren't just, like, choosing to be depressed. Mm-hmm. Like, people, this is, like, a serious, you know? Right. So, in that way, it's also, like, kind of rattling her worldview, in a sense. You know, she's having Absolutely. to, like, rethink this other dimension about, For like, sure. what she's always been taught, you know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um. I don't doubt that it was serious. I don't doubt that, like, it can be very emotionally devastating to, like, imagine a future for a child and then not have that child to grow into. And she does say, like, you know, as soon as you get, as soon as you find out you're pregnant, you're just, you're automatically, you start thinking about, like, what this child will be. And that's true. I mean, I. Yeah, yeah. you cannot. That's Mm -hmm. like a human mammalian response to, like, learning that you're literally with child, you know. (laughs) people went too far lauren yeah um it will say she's also the first duggar or duggar adjacent person to ever talk openly about a miscarriage Mm -hmm. that's true i think after she came forward about this Mm -hmm. other women came forward like anna later revealed she experienced yep and i think that afterward obviously like there was a couple of them it was um joy and ginger mm-hmm. but i i'm not sure if that those would have been publicized if she had if, like, been so open i mean maybe they might have but i think it is just like something to note that like clearly this was something that mm-hmm. was not talked about in right. other spheres or like uh, within the duggar family at least until um lauren experienced it that's a good point yeah all right so in the episode, you know, Josiah and Lauren say they're working through it, looking toward the future. Um, and then we go back to Jana and the re- reception venue. They're super stressed, but surprised to get it all done. It looks fine. It looks like a huge, yeah. it looks like a huge <laughs> white airplane hangar with some decorations and tables. With a couple of banners streaming from the yeah, center. Right. The morning of the wedding, John David and Abby show up to the church and they go in to get ready. And John David mentions like the stupid thing about not doing a first look. Isn't that like normal? Isn't the first look like, is that, does everybody do that now? We're like, I have no idea. Yeah. But he just says they aren't doing that. Um, they want the anticipation. Like, okay. You know what they were doing? They yeah. were setting up the fact that this wedding is just an elaborate like edging session for John and Abby. <laughs> like they right. want to build up as much oh, God, yes. and sexual energy as possible. Oh, for sure. So yeah. Okay. When the time comes um, to do anything remotely physical. Yes. It's disgusting, which we do see, unfortunately. Oh God, it's so bad. It's so elaborate. <laughs> I did know that, you know, we mentioned how Abby went to nursing school, real nursing school. And when she's getting ready, her friend is here and she's, a normal <laughs> harlot. She is fully She's showing her bare shoulders. Yeah, in a church. Uh huh. 
Oh, yeah. And once again, Abby's talking about how she never thought she would get married. And she talks about having, you know, being happy just with her career as a nurse. And we had agreed that, like, it's because by fundy standards, she's like old to get married. Or was she was she happy with? Okay, like she was happy with her career as a nurse. And Uh, and it's not necessarily that like, she was waiting around for Prince Charming. She was she was happy doing what she was doing. But, you know, through influence of her family and just those around her and in the funny world, she kind of was made to realize that she should be get, getting married at some point. And then came the John David texting her and st- I don't know. I think it was likely both. I think okay. that, like, she probably really liked her career as a nurse. Yeah. I think later on she talks about the fact that it was really difficult to give up her job to move to Arkansas. And I also think that, like, she is someone who pretty clearly pine for a relationship and, like, you know, a a marriage and, you know, with someone of similar values, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, it's to me it seems like both were true. But, okay, here's the thing that I feel like shows maturity is that, like, she didn't know if she was going to get married, Mm -hmm. but she was still like, okay, in the meantime, I might as well do something. Like, put myself to – and I remember Ginger on it on an episode of her podcast with Jeremy, or she she talks about how she has like regret about her single years and not further developing her her like interests and passions because okay. she was like, yeah, when I was twenty. I always thought I thought I might take a class in this or pursue some education here, but I didn't know if I could be engaged or married in huh. a year or two years. And it's like you, yeah, you literally don't know that because you inherently like can't you know right in the future but at least you could be doing something in the meantime Mm -hmm. while that happens instead of just like like ginger clearly states that those were years basically wasted she was literally Mm -hmm. at home just waiting waiting around yeah yep to be married Mm -hmm. like these girls have potential they have brains they have skills you know know. and it seems like more than one of them has decided at least ginger has decided not to pursue them because as we know, like Jana said, like in every Duggar over 18 is six months away from a wedding. Yeah, you know? that's so true. And for Abby, I, and she hasn't, she hasn't gone back to nursing, right? I think that, um, like I read somewhere. Okay. So somewhere I read that her, her license had lapsed. Like she didn't. Oh. Yeah. But I don't know if that was just in Oklahoma. I don't know how it works when you go to another state. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I hope her um, didn't lapse, like, at one, altogether. At one time on the show, she did say, like, she wants to go back to nursing one day. So she can keep up, so she can keep up her license and skills. That's what she said on the show at some point. No, that's oh. what JD said on the show. That's what he said? Yeah, he was, like, they asked him. They were, like, what do you think about, her, like, Abby? Oh, um, shit. Working? And he was, like, I don't mind her working to keep up her license oh. and skills. Oh, like that's immediately what he said and like the subtext there is like he clearly only wants her to work to keep like the bare minimum to keep up her yeah. fucking license and doesn't think it's tenable for her to work and i'm like jd i liked you better when we knew nothing about exactly you. oh god um, i hope that it didn't laugh I know. like i just it seemed like something abby enjoyed it seemed like something she was good at yeah and i think she she specifically worked with like geriatric patients and she did hospice possibly okay. and it's just like it's like a valuable thing yeah. to put out into the world you know yeah. and it's she enjoyed it she got fulfillment from it like it helped actually like make the world a better place yeah. um god it's just it would it, what a shame it'd be if like absolutely yeah. she just gave up nursing you totally. know i i wouldn't be surprised 
she hasn't gone back to it so far. I, at least that I see. At least that I see. I'm surprised they still only have one kid. I know. But, um... That's a cute Duggar kid. <laughs> I don't care. That's a... Well, you know what? What? It's, like, because she looks nothing like a Duggar. She I looks know. completely like a I know. Which, yeah. <laughs> she does look like a cute Duggar. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't look like... She doesn't look like a baby version of Jim she- Bob. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Oh, here's the other thing I want to ask. Abby, I I don't think Abby has ever, like, sold anything on Instagram, right? Or, like, no, shilled. No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Another point for her. Like I said, I like, think- she doesn't have, like, a brand. A brand. Yeah. <laughs> There's no aesthetic to her Instagram. She's not trying to sell me mm-hmm. anything. No. Besides, like, her evangelical faith, and only even that is, like, a little bit subdued. But right. should we um, yeah. go on to um. All right. So finally, after all the prep, JD and Abby are ready to walk down the aisle. Will they actually get married? Will they share an awkward as fuck kiss? Will Josh be omitted from most, if not all, shots of the wedding? Yes, yes, and yes. But we're going to stop there for this episode and continue in part two next week with the conclusion of the Jabby wedding and the iconic wedding planning duo that is Gianna and Laura. It's Laura DeMacy. It's coming for you. Yes. All right. Uh, we will see you next episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at SideHugsPod and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. Smack on, Mother Duckers. Mm-hmm.